Hello and welcome to the February 2024 edition of the What's On Reading podcast. A little later than we would normally like, uh, logistical issues and that's that's all that you really need to know. But we're here now and here, I hear you ask, where is here? Here is the narrowboat, formerly Bell and the Dragon was a lot more of a restaurant now, much more of a pub with food, I think it's fair to say, and not just food, but plenty of things going on. I mean, we wouldn't be coming here if it was just a pub. That doesn't really fit the remit of the podcast. We are here to talk about all the great things that are happening here at The Narrowboat, and we are going to be talking about that with Kirsty. Hello, Kirsty. Hello. So, The Narrowboat. I know that it's it's kind of come down from, from head office, but what, what kind of spurred the change on? What is The Narrowboat now? So, The Narrowboat, so we reopened in August from changing over from Bell and the Dragon so it's still part of the Fuller's family Bell and the Dragon's owned by Fuller's and the idea was more to make this a slightly more welcoming space uh, I don't know if, it, if you've, you've obviously come in and seen the bar area and if anyone else hasn't been down since we've reopened the idea is just to kind of make this a much more welcoming community feel space a bit more pubby so you don't feel like you necessarily have to come here for you know your special occasions your full meals it's more of an everyday location now but still the same beautiful decor and, and amazing sort of cosy spaces and bar area that we had before um, but yeah, just a, a little bit more of a welcoming space, I think, is the, the prompting the, the brand change. I, I think the uh, the decor thing is is probably the thing that may have rung alarm bells for a lot of people. <laughs> oh, it's closing down. Oh, it's changing. Oh, it's being renovated. But um, it, it's great that all those historical features are still here and very much part of it. And in, in, if anything, a bit more embraced by the whole narrowboat kind of aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I don't know, the bar area especially, I absolutely love the, rebar- the sort of refurb in there. It's much cosier, cosiest like sofas and sort of spots you can sort of snuggle up by the fire in and have a pint. Um, yeah. Very kind of steampunk aesthetic to the bar <laughs> yeah. itself, which I, I very much enjoy. Great, a better range of beers here now. We didn't used to have so many beers on, so we've got a lot more local beers and stuff. So we've got Siren on draft and um, we're doing things with sort of other local breweries like Double Barreled and uh, Mysterious Brewing and stuff. So we've got a little bit more flexibility on that as well, which is great. That is great. Local beers in your local why wouldn't you? But of course, the thing that brings us to the narrowboat party, as it were, is the, the, the wonderful sort of program of events and activities that you've got going on. And I know that before Christmas, you had Panto here, you had a Christmas carol here. And it feels weird talking about Christmas in February, but there we are. It's snowballing, to use another Christmas term, with the, the sheer number of things that you've got going on. Yeah, so the Christmas Carol and Panto went down really well here. I mean, one thing that we have plenty of here, we're not, yeah, we have so much here, is the space. And we have like a huge restaurant space, we've got a huge terrace, we've got the Majestic Bell, our private dining boat, we've got all these sort of cool spaces. And uh, we do a lot of corporate sort of dining. You can see the room set up now for a big party later, but we do a lot of corporate events and weddings and things like that. But actually, filling these spaces sometimes in those quieter times or even Christmas when we're not having like Christmas parties every single day having these events and stuff is a really good way for us to sort of use this amazing space and actually bring something a little bit different I think so um, the Panto and the Christmas Carol are really great and we're hopefully we, we're doing Shakespeare in the Garden this summer um, which are usually quite popular so sort of theatre out on the terrace space by the river uh, so yeah just lots of different cool cool things to, to bring to Reading hopefully. And this is the What's On in February podcast. So I guess the the very direct question is, what's on in February here at the Narrowboat? So uh, we're starting a comedy night on the boat. We call the Floating Comedy Club. So uh, with Stand and Deliver Comedy, who already have a comedy night at the Biscuit Factory. Yes. Uh, but so Sunday the 18th is going to be our first one. We thought a Sunday night is sort of starting about six o'clock. So 
still have that it's not going to be going on too late hopefully uh, nice timing for people to come down we've got some great acts uh, for that so that's going to be our first comedy night which hopefully we'll uh, start we'll be doing every month on the boat pretty cool um, <laughs> uh, so that's uh, one thing we're doing we've also started a, a like a, a program of workshops so um think like sip and pe- what is paint and sip like brush parties um so we're working with some really great local artists um who are going to be putting on workshops so we've got our first one this saturday with uh, zen strokes by farah uh she does acrylic painting and the whole idea is you come you can have a little brunch and uh, you'll have a little painting workshop alongside have a few glasses of fizz while you're doing that we're also doing embroidery classes which is the 17th of feb with um katie hallward she is the seductive stitch is her yeah (laughs) uh is her uh, brand name um and they do do like little embroidery classes which is great in this cozy space up here uh which we call the loft um what else we got we're doing some creative mindfulness classes again with brunch and things um so yeah lots of different workshops sort of slightly different way to spend your weekend i guess and and you do lots of things there's like uh mum and baby quizzes and and things like that so it's it's different events that reach out to sort of different demographics i suppose would be the technical word (laughs) yeah the mum club is so the mum club front is a big franchise which have just uh libby who has just opened a franchise in reading so we're now the home of the mum club in reading uh they have sort of monthly brunches and then they do coffee mornings and things as well and the whole idea of that is that it's meant to be a safe space for you to come on your own with your baby uh enjoy your coffee hot for a change is sort of the (laughs) yeah is sort of the um the motto of that um and then we also do in tandem with that bring your baby pub quiz i don't know if you've heard of those but they're mostly in london um but obviously they're starting to spread their remit a little bit so we do these monthly and they've become really popular actually so we've done three or four of them now and the one before christmas we sold out had 40 40 mums and dads with their babies here and it's quite a nice space for parents to come because everyone else has got a baby so if you've got a screaming kid every table has a screaming kid with them so you know it's sort of a, a comfortable space where you're not you're, you can come to a pub quiz but actually it, it feels like quite a safe space I think yes um, the table without the screaming kid is actually the outlier and the one who's not playing along <laughs> yeah so I think they're quite a nice like judgment free zones for parents to come to and um, they're all in the restaurant here and we've got all the space and yeah people come along do the quizzes it's sort of a slower paced quiz as well so if you've got your kids with you you don't have to worry too much about what was that question I just missed that one and yeah so they're they're really good they've been really popular um and hopefully that will keep growing a little bit we're a little bit outside the town centre here it's it's fair to say this program of events is that directly to bring more people here who probably wouldn't necessarily be walking past I suppose yeah definitely that's one thing that being sort of tucked we're down Blake's Lock so just a little bit outside of the town centre like you say so maybe you're not walking past but actually having all these events on here means it gives you a good reason to sort of come out of perhaps your usual venue that you'd pop to a drink for but you know also we are here we've got a beautiful terrace and lots of spaces for you to come for and enjoy food in our restaurant and stuff but it also gives you that extra reason to just venture a little bit further out town I think. I I suppose the other the great thing about this is and you know again going back to what I said earlier about when people kind of oh it's closing down and and uh, and the the panic that it's going to be turned into flats or be turned into another mini supermarket or something to see a venue turned into another venue I Mm. suppose is really a positive thing. Yeah definitely and I think uh, talking about sort of new uh, all the sort of flats around here are in quite a nice area we're trying to build it more as a community place so sort of talking about it being a little bit more welcoming um, with doing a few other little things like Friday lunchtimes we have we're part of something called the chatty cafe scheme I don't know if you've heard of that but it's about uh, we'll have a table set 
aside for people who can come in on their own and sit down and, and have a coffee with a stranger uh, and it's supposed to be sort of a welcoming space that anyone can come along to and feel like actually they can come and have a coffee and a chat to chat to a friend there'll be a volunteer here who's here to talk to you um, and yes yeah, sort of building that community feel around this this area as well as being although we are slightly out of town there's plenty of uh, people around here to build that little community that really is great so lots and lots of wonderful stuff going on here. And of course, there's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of wonderful stuff going on all over Reading throughout February. What are some highlights? Well, obviously, we've got half term and there's plenty going on for that. There's stuff at the Reading Museum, there's stuff at the Merle, there's stuff at the Reading Libraries. We've got Sooty and Peppa Pig at the Hexagon. We've got the Bubble Show and other great stuff at South Street. And there's another Bach to Baby uh, classical concert for the very young. Lots and lots of half term things. Speaking of classical concerts, we've got some wonderful orchestral concerts coming up this month. The month is practically bookended with it. We've got the Oldworth Philharmonic Orchestra at the Great Hall on the 10th, and then we've got the uh, Reading Symphony Orchestra at the end of the month, also at the Great Hall. So if you ever fancy orchestral manoeuvres in the ding this is the month for it we've talked about comedy there's lots of comedy elsewhere across reading throughout this month again lots of stuff at south street with people you may know from teddy and people you you may wish to know once once you've once you've seen them and plenty 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 more stuff all across reading which you will find on what's on of course far too much to list before we go though Kirsty, I think uh, one of the questions that, and again, it goes back to all the changes that have, that have happened with this place, which, you know, I think is very much for the positive. But what has the reaction been like with, with the staff and uh, and what's been the reaction amongst the regulars? I think, it, like you say, it's been it's been pretty positive. Um, obviously, there's always going to be some people who prefer the old way, feel like they've missed out. But, you know, I think actually uh, on, the, on the whole, um, it's actually been a really positive thing. We're doing a lot more stuff with, like I think I mentioned, before like local breweries and we're building a lot more of a connection I think with the town whereas I feel like Bell and the Dragon was maybe a slightly separate sort of its own little entity. We're still doing things that sort of call back to our more restaurant heritage though we're going to start doing monthly supper clubs so we had a Burns night one in January which was pretty popular uh, and then for Valentine's Day we'll be having a supper club as well with some live acoustic music and hopefully monthly we'll be doing those sorts of things so we've still got amazing chefs in the kitchen and people are sort of wanting that more fine dining experience and the restaurant of Obviously, still works for that that space so I think we're, we're trying to sort of make it so that it embraces all of those different things still so yeah if you miss Bell and the Dragon then come along to a supper club but otherwise come along and try try the narrowboat best of both worlds and that feels like a good place to, to wrap things up so thank you so much for your time Kirsty you're very welcome thank you all for listening don't forget to subscribe and we'll be back next month with another podcast